0: The New Age Christianity Podcast is brought to you by Hello, New Age Christian family. This is Austin Fletcher. You're listening to the New Age Christian Podcast, and this is episode number 72. We're continuing our series on unpacking the secret today and today we are going to unpack the secret to health and how to use the law of attraction to address your health. So you've heard me say multiple times in the last few episodes that the law of attraction is actually directly related to another universal law known as the law of vibration. And so today we're going to kind of really focus on that truth that vibration and frequency is everything. Whether it's quantum physics or spirituality or even mental science, we realize that what we think is what we vibrate. What we vibrate is what we manifest. And that includes things like cancer or fibromyalgia or health and being fit, being overweight, whatever it is, everything is vibration. And there is a lot about frequency and vibration that I have discovered in the last few years that I'm looking forward to sharing with you. So let's have some fun. Welcome back to the New Age Christian Podcast. If anything is true, there is a way in which it is true. And when it comes to health and the law of attraction, the most true statement I can say is that everything is vibration. Yes, even your physical body. That um, I don't know if you've ever thought about it, and what you know how much you believe in things like Jesus walking on water or trans relocation or shape shifting, but uh, I would dare say that all of those things are possible if you understand that everything is frequency and vibration. Do you realize that even the physical makeup of your body, the DNA in your body, can be shifted and changed and turned on and off? based on frequencies and vibrations check out uh bruce lipton's biology of belief if you want to know more on that but there is a truth to the fact that even the way you look is a vibration even the color of your hair how far apart your eyes are whether or not you can walk on water (laughs) whether or not you need to sleep or not or eat or not like everything is frequency everything is vibration and when it comes to dna there's a very In one way, it's super complex, and the idea that, well, DNA and how it turns on and off and everything like that, but in another way, it's super simple, and realizing that DNA is the radio transmitter to your cells that says, this cell needs to do this, and when you understand that everything just comes down to proteins and amino acids and and frequency, you can realize that things like cancer can be turned on or they can be turned off, things like red hair can be turned on or off, even aging, right? Scientists are now in, you know, more and more people are starting to to conclude that death is the ultimate disease and that that disease is curable, right? Which spirituality has been saying that for years, that immortality is is on its way. And that's the thing that we're headed towards. But there really is when your body knows how to grow, and, and it, they say that kind of stops growing around the age of anywhere between 23 and 27. So let's say 25 on average, that at 25 years old, you stop growing and your cells kind of shift into a different frequency, into a different vibration, which, oh, by the way, total side note, but not as of the recording of this episode on February 13th, 2020, two days ago, February 11th, 2020, the Schumann, the Schumannic, not shamanic, but like Schumann frequency of the earth shifted from 7.8 to 30. I don't know if you've seen on Facebook or YouTube people talking about brooms being able to stand up on end. That's part of the magnetic resonance of the earth. Who knows, by the time this ep- episode airs, it might shift back down. But the earth, even the frequency of the earth is changing, which the higher the frequency in this case, will, should improve our consciousness as a whole, that the whole earth is waking up to a new level of consciousness. Nonetheless, I digress. Everything is energy. (laughs) And even when it comes down to physical things in your body, realizing that those energies can be turned on and off by frequency. Now, have you ever heard of the placebo effect? The placebo effect is, if you haven't, which you probably have, but if you haven't, it's the truth that when people, when they do medical trials for drugs, and now they're even doing placebo surgeries, where they do medical trials for surgeries, are drugs where it's this new drug and it's supposed to, I'll just use a non, non-personal example as far as, uh, okay, so it's a new drug that's supposed to make your ears 10% larger, <laughs> whatever, something silly. And they take a clinical trial and they have, let's just make the numbers easy, they have 100 people who take the actual drug that's supposed to make your ears 10% larger, and 100 people take a just a white little sugar pill that has no drugs in it, and they're told this drug will make your ears 10% larger. That at the end of that clinical trial, there's almost always a negligible difference between the group that was told their ears would get ten percent larger and the group and but wasn't given the drug, the placebo, that little sugar pill is known as a placebo, and then the group that got the real pill. And that uh, you know, fifty percent of the people in both groups both groups had the same results of their ears getting ten percent larger. And there's, you know, variations in the story, but the idea is that the group that got the fake pill got the real results. And this is known as the placebo effect, and it is consistent, consistent, consistent throughout medical history that placebo effect is the most successful drug of all time because there's no side effects. And what they are finally, like in the last 10 years, finally just really starting to admit is the mind and the mind's ability to make somebody better. And in this case, you know, then the dangerous part is the mind's ability to make somebody worse is more powerful than any drug we could ever give. That the mind can literally, they do placebo surgeries where they'll put somebody under and they'll cut a little hole in their knee, a little slice in their knee, and then they'll stitch it up. But they won't actually do anything inside the knee, right? And they'll tell that person, hey, okay, your surgery, you know, um, it went well. And they'll show them X-rays of like this is what we put in your knee, and it's just somebody else's knee, right? And they be like, okay, you know, you're gonna be a little sore. Um, you might not notice a difference for the next, you know, three or four days, but we'll just stay here, we'll monitor, and uh, hopefully you'll be great. And then, sure enough, in the next three or four days, it still, you know, feels like nothing changed. But over time, you know, oh, you're looking good. Here's the X-rays and everything like that. And then the people will react. To this placebo surgery as if they'd had a real surgery. Right? So the placebo effect, if there's anything in the discussion of how the law of attraction really works, how the law of vibration really works, it's the placebo effect, which by the way is a book by Joe Dispenza, the placebo effect. The stories about how placebo works and what's really going on in the mind. And Joe Dispenza may be the best person in the world for explaining placebo how it really works and how it is the, the mind is the creator of your rea- physical reality. Now, we've talked a lot about how to influence the world around you, the world outside of you, whether it's attracting money or different relationships or whatever, but your own physical body operates under the same principles. Now, I'm not going to get into this episode talking about how you attracted a car accident that then broke your leg, whatever, like that's a thing. Right? And of course, so a car accident cr- affects your health, and that's all part of it. I'm not talking about health in that step. I'm more talking about health in a, in more of a disease or kind of chronic issue uh, way. Accidents happen, and yes, you did attract those two, but they're a little bit different type of explanation. In this, in this episode, I'm going to just focus on the fact that everything is vibration, and the law of attraction is a secondary law to the law of vibration. And so the placebo effect absolutely proves that the mind, what you're attracting, what you're thinking, what you're believing is exactly what your life is getting. And the understanding of epigenetics. So inside of the conversation about DNA, we're all kind of familiar with genetics. Well, you're genetically disposed for breast cancer. You're genetically disposed to get bald when you get older. You're genetically disposed for eyesight problems, whatever that. And for years and years and years, they thought, well, genetics, you know, that's that's well, just in my genes, right? It's in your genes to get breast cancer. You know, it's an 80% chance. Well, let me ask you this. Why do people with the same gene, some of them not get breast cancer? When you ask doctors that who haven't understood epigenetics, they go, well, it's just a marker. Well, is it a marker for breast cancer or not? Because there's people who have it who don't. breast cancer and there's people who have it who do get breast cancer as far as i know if i have the gene for brown eyes there's not a whole bunch of people out there going well it's you know it's just a no they understand that you either have brown eyes or you don't so if this gene has anything to do with breast cancer and it's yes or no and i have it then why and my sister has it why do i have cancer and my sister doesn't there must be something else that is epigenetics so epigenetics is the idea that yes, you have genetic realities, but that they can be turned on and off by external factors. So you might have the gene that is required for breast cancer, but it's turned off by a certain diet or a certain atmosphere or whatever, or it's turned on by living in a moldy house or living in a place that doesn't get a lot of sunshine or eating crappy food, like that. Those genetic markers are turned on and off by the external environment. And here's the really crazy thing is that the number one way that genetic markers are turned on and off is by frequency. And do you realize that your mind and your heart are the two of the most powerful, most consistent, always on, always running, frequency generating machines in the world. There's a reason. In the last episode, we talked about relationships and I talked about how nobody can make you feel anything, right? Nobody can make you feel angry. Do you know how it is that you actually feel angry, right? So your mind kicks into overdrive and it creates a vibration and your body tenses up and you physically feel the vibration of anger, or you feel the vibration of lust, or you feel the vibration of happiness or joy or frustration or stress or fear. You feel those vibrations and guess what created those vibrations? Guess what created those frequencies? Your mind and your heart. Your heart is actually a greater frequency creation machine than your mind. If you look at the energy fields of your mind, I want to say that the energy field of your mind is like 18 inches, something like that, Uh, maybe up to three feet. The energy of your field of your heart is at least eight feet. I know, and that that people can feel your your heart intentions when you walk into a room. That's why when somebody's angry and you walk into a room that's got a bun that's just had an argument, and maybe mentally they've both moved on, but their hearts are still vibrating at a particular frequency of anger or frustration or hurt, you can feel that because your heart feels it before your head ever walks in. That that frequency that your heart creates, the frequency that your mind creates, that's why you feel emotions. They are the frequency generation of your mind of your body. And this is the crazy thing is that the number one mechanism that by which your DNA uses to flip breakers on and off Breakers for cancer, breakers for being overweight, breakers for the hair color or whatever. The number one thing that your cells use to turn those DNA markers on and off is frequency and vibration. Your diet has a frequency and vibration. When you eat meat, when you eat vegetables, when you eat, and here's the thing, you know, there's backing and going into that for a second, that. Oh yeah, well meat clearly a lower vibration and vegetables are clearly a higher vibration. Well, <laughs> not so fast. Because when it enters into your energy field, when it enters into your body, there's a reason we instinctively know that there's this thing called being allergic, right? How come some people can eat peanuts and other people can't? Because it's not the peanut, It's the frequency in your body interacting with the frequency of a peanut that decides whether or not it's going to kill you from anaphylactic shock or not, right? So it's not even the, that's one of the things that that they're starting to realize now is that frequency of even diet and how it works epigenetically and everything like that, that it is so individualized and it's so moment to moment that for us to say, oh yeah, you know, vegetables have a really high frequency, everyone should be a vegetarian. Well, I've done the vegan diet, and when I'm on the vegan diet, I feel like crap. And I've done the keto diet, which is lots of meat and lots of cheese and all like that. And I felt better, but now I'm doing the bulletproof diet, which is grass-fed meats, no dairy, right? Very little grains, but it's not vegan. It's so much more nuanced and so much more specific to my body. Which, by the way, I love the bulletproof diet. I'll still probably do an episode on it someday. That. It is getting to know your body, your frequency, your vibration. So the things that give your sister, you, you know, when I talk about the example of you and your sister both have the genes, but you have breast cancer, she doesn't. And you can say, well, we were both raised in the same house. Heck, we're both still, we, we're roommates. We still eat the same thing. We still, you know, we were raised the same way. We still stay in the same house. Our, our environment is the same. Yeah, but what are her beliefs? What are your beliefs? What is eating potatoes doing to you and what is eating potatoes doing to her? Right there is so the whether you know, maybe you're in a house that's got mold and her body has immunity to it and yours doesn't. There are so many things that go on into the epigenetic frequency generation of your physical body that everything is frequency, everything is specific to you, everything is able to be turned on and off. And then now, maybe this will really blow your mind, but I do agree. That, uh, with some of those out there that uh, are a little bit more out there in their thinking, that we have two strands of DNA, the double helix. I actually believe that it's originally and is we were created to have 12 strands of DNA, and that it was a base 12, and that over time as we it's the same thing that you know we only use 10% of our brains. I would very I venture to say in a in a way in a different way to say it is we use two-twelfths of our brains, <laughs> that we shouldn't, you know, if it the same way that we use two-twelfths of our DNA, which I know is one-sixth, but um, there are elements of our identity and our divine capacity that we are coming into, and whether or not we originally had it and we fell or that that's where we're headed is irrelevant for this discussion, but that the DNA reality in our lives is even more advanced than we realized, and that Things like trans relocating, walking on water and so forth are actually locked up in a deeper understanding of how we're made. So I want to kind of unpack this reality of that you're, everything's vibration and that you are a frequency generating machine and kind of get into three specific points. One is that there's a particular type of vibration known as emotions, Right that they can, uh, one of the main ways that we often get sick is that emotions and that frequency, that vibration, they get produced in our organs. So fear uh, is produced in the liver as an example. They know the frequency of fear. It's about 200 uh, hertz. And they know that when you're in a fear fight or flight response, that your liver is the source of that frequency. Right, So I say your heart and your mind, but it's actually your, all your organs produce different frequencies of different things. Now, if you don't let that fear flow out of your body completely, or you don't let anger flow out of your body, you don't let bitterness fl- flow out of your body, these different emotions, what happens is is they create a, little, a literally a ball of energy, and then they get stuck somewhere in your body as they are flowing out and you stop and you, no, I shouldn't be mad. I should be. Mad. Well, let yourself be mad until you're not mad. Don't stop yourself. Don't. And we get these trapped emotions and these emotions, these frequencies get stuck in our cells and epigenetic, the epigenetic trigger and signal that our cells are getting, get stuck at the vibration. Go check out the emotion code by Dr. Bradley Nelson, the emotion code, the body code. There are Other uh, teachers that kind of speak to this stuff about emotions being trapped, I think even Joe Dispenza talks about it. But the reality is is that emotions and those vibrations, those frequencies can get trapped in your body. And over time, if they're not released, if they're not dealt with, then you can get physical ailments and physical health issues. There is absolutely a direct correlation to things that have happened to you. And then years later, you have because you they've not been dealt with you now have uh, outcomes you know one of my favorite stories it's a safe story to tell is Bradley Nelson tells about how this guy came in and he had really really bad tennis elbow and they used muscle testing and they were doing the emotion code process with him and it came a through muscle testing they figured out that he had trapped emotions from when he was in high school And this girl that he dated named, her name was Sandy or something like that, right? And he went through this process and over the course of going through the process of emotion code, ended up going through six different girlfriends from high school through college. I think it was six that he had all these trapped emotions with and his wife was in the room and she was kind of snickering because she thought it was funny they'd been married for 20 30 years I mean that but that tennis elbow in a major major way had showed up in his body because he'd never dealt with these trapped emotions from these girlfriends and every time that uh, because Dr. Nelson was kind of still testing out emotion codes like that he would release a trapped emotion. And then he would have the patient kind of check the movement and the motion on his elbow, like how much he could move it or not. And every new emotion that was released through these different relationships by like, it got better and better until after the sixth or seventh one, I can't remember how many exactly, his tennis elbow was completely gone. He could move it, you know, with no problem at all. And it never came back because of, how he had gone through some stuff with some girlfriends in the past. Like come on, that's freaking awesome. But that's also like, oh my gosh, that is that is the reality of frequency, that is the reality of trapped emotions, that is the reality of how our body and our heart and our mind and our organs create these frequencies and that our body responds accordingly. So health is literally one new thought away. That is the very essence of the law of vibration. Of which the law of attraction works on the basis of the law of vibration. So admittedly, this is going deeper than the law of attraction, although I'm going to kind of step into that here at the end a little bit about attracting health and stuff like that. But for the most part, this is deeper than the law of attraction. It's talking about the law of vibration. So the next point I would have to make is that your beliefs attract, attract your environment. So this is this is absolutely how it then works with the law of attraction in that so your environment, not only your emotions—that's your internal environment—but also your external environment. Let's just say bad things happen in public places, right? You know, we have mass shootings and we have terrorist attacks. I mean like that, and there is a reality to like why—why why are certain people that were supposed to be in certain places? Why were they not there? Right? I'm actually uh, had a conversation yesterday with somebody who uh, knows or knew Kobe Bryant and he knew that I guess the flight manifest for the uh, helicopter that went down with him and his daughter changed five times that morning. That the, there were five different times that flight manifest changed and he said he knew four or five other people that could have been on that flight and they were on different flight manifests that morning and some of them ended up not on the plane and others did. Why? Why did that person get on that flight that morning? And why did that person not get on that flight that morning? You could say it's chance, but the reality is, if anything is true, there's a way, a, way, a way in which it is true. So what is chance? Chance is the law of attraction, and so your health and how you attract. Why do some people get food poisoning? Right? You could. You, ah, I went. To, I decided to go to Taco Bell. Of course, I got food poisoning. Well, the person in front of you in line ordered something different. You ordered the thing that gave you food poisoning. The, you could have gone to a different Taco Bell where you wouldn't have gotten food poisoning. So what is vibrating? And there is nuance to this. And I'm not saying, guys, that you have to like get so overly preoccupied with every single thought. You can't. It's You can try it for, like, try your best. Give it 20 minutes. You realize, wow, this is stupid. This is not going to work. So you have to realize that there is a way in which it is true that you're attracting that Taco Bell, that item that gives you food poisoning. And... If you want to change those attractions and you want to start attracting health, then realize that you can start working with the law of attraction to start vibrating, to attract other things that make you healthy, attracting a new diet, attracting a new career, attracting new relationships, attracting whatever. That your beliefs attract your environment. And if this is true on relationships and money, it sure as hell is true on health that you've attracted the environment, you attract the things. And yes, you even attract the accident that broke your leg and stuff like that. And so if you start examining that, then you realize that health is one new thought away and health in that area is another new thought away and health in that area is another new thought away and releasing the trapped emotions and letting the epigenetics of your body work. And all disease is stress. All disease, in the end, is a different stress point. And stress, in itself, is a neg- is the vibration. It's the frequency of stress, and different variations of that frequency, whether it's fear, whether it's anger, whether it's bitterness, whether it's failure, whatever it is, stresses and that negative frequency, finds a weak point in your body. And for me, my weak point is my neck. If I'm stressed, there's a weak point right here in my neck. I'm It is getting better and better as my life changes more and more, but the weak point in my neck lets me know if I'm stressed. And for some people, it could be breast cancer. For other people, it could be fibromyalgia. For other people, it could be eyesight issues or cavities that stress finds the weak link in your body, and then that's where it shows up in the form of a bad frequency that then changes your health from good to bad. And the stress can be emotional, it can be mental, it can be physiological stress, such as, you know, mold or diet. If you want to change your health, then start looking at those things in your life that are stressors and start attract, and start using the law of attraction to change those. Use a lot you know, for me I've decided finally that I'm just done struggling with my weight and I am, it's been a couple years of like, I'm going to find the lifestyle diet that feels great, that my body loves and keeps me healthy. And it's kept it kind of shifted me from the zone diet to the uh, ketogenic diet. And now I'm at Bulletproof. I think Bulletproof is pretty much it. Although I just had a discussion with Aaron Cameron with uh, Q360 Um, he does uh, he's kinda does bulletproof but he also does OMAD which is one meal a day and he really likes that so I'm considering that and just realizing is it the law of attraction that bring that conversation in or is it you know there's lots of ways to kind of sort through the things in your life that you're attracting and figuring out whether you should implement them or not but the reality is, is use the law of attraction to change the stressors in your life and Especially when it comes to things like diet side so note. Know-